0: And speaking of being caught up, let's go with the show that's always on air on time every week because DM is organized. Go ahead. Yes! I apologize for nothing. Oh, God. Gentlemen, welcome to Monday Nitro. Tonight we have a huge beta event in store as Nigel McGuinness will be suiting up and gearing up with Rusev. The tag action is day to go up against Ricky the Dragon Sea boat oh and they call Stang. Also, folks, a huge, huge announcement regarding Russell Kingdom. Interview from Rick Blair and so much more. Why don't we take you to the ring for our opening contest? go Kobochi. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest up for one fall. We'll have a 20-minute time limit. Two pounds, Genta Uopashi! Oh, Come on, Genta. this. you shots. this. Hot was Kenta against Gallows, who was obviously fighting for the club and sending a message from Devitt. It didn't let him get far, as despite how strong he thought he was or how tough he was, Kenta was able to fight back, ripping his tank top off and sent Gallows home with a beat red chest, followed by a burning hammer, scoring the win. Yeah. Kenta rose, signaling that he was going to win the FIP title from Devitt leaving the ring as Gallo's hobble to the back. Starting off here, hot and heavy, folks. Kenta will be going to invasion attack to face off against Prince Devitt for his FIP Championship, who, folks, we heard, has two members already selected for Team FIP. Next week, he will have the last two members as we gear closer and closer to wrestle kingdom and folks we've just been told that the bullet club tonight are defending their tag team titles against a mystery tag team we are unsure of who that is but nonetheless anything can happen here tonight folks why don't we take you back to the ring for that matchup <laughs> uh, You no, it's been a long time, I believe, since we have come together. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce ourselves. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, young and old, the National Wrestling Alliance proudly brings to you the greatest tag team of the world the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, The Prodigy, Ted DiBiase, we are priceless. <laughs> Thank you, Cody, and yes, it has been a while. Those of you that don't remember, we are the greatest tag team of the modern century, past, present, and future. See, as we stood here in the NWA, we ruled the tag team division with an iron fist. We ruled the tag team division for 16 straight months. And not one tag team since then has been able to come up or even close to that tag team record now we know that the bullet club thinks that they're going to hit their one year mark as they get closer and closer to the great american bash but unfortunately here tonight they're going to get hit with lock stock and barrel and beaten by the legacy that is known as cody rhodes and ted dibiase the greatest tag team to ever walk talk And grace the fans, grace the world, grace professional wrestling. So, Bullet Club, quit playing with your water pistols back there and come down to the ring and get beaten by the greatest tag team that ever lived. (laughs) Oh, this could be bad. setting up all the club, they are the defending NWA Tag Team Champions. Shia Bernard, Carl Anderson, Bad Intentions! Oh, oh. I thought really you like these people. This was odd as it was Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase being a tag team. Perhaps for one night only, or perhaps Cody seriously thought that this was 2010. (laughs) It hadn't paired off in quite a long time as they went up against bad intentions. As the match carried on, it seemed that Priceless hadn't lost one single step. They were working like a well-oiled machine, able to keep bad intentions down with combinations in their tight tag team offense. They were even able to drop Bernard down as Cody and DiBiase went for the over-under clothesline. Dropping Anderson down and went for the finish. But Cody dropped him down with Crossroads. But he wasn't the legal man. He got a bicycle kick to the face as he got sent to the floor. DiBiase getting dropped with a KA 47 as they covered. Scoring the win! What a bummer as Priceless owned this match for 15 minutes, but it was bad intentions who were still able to walk away champions, taking their titles and walk all the way up to the ramp, screaming out that the Shield were going to be next as they move their way through the curtain, heading towards Wrestle Kingdom. back in the ring cody was yelling at ted saying that they had the titles tonight ted giving him a shove as cody nailed him and started to brawl into a cuffs bout they would fight to the floor as cody lost his mind grabbing a steel chair and clobbered Dibiase down he would have hit him six or seven times before officials came down to calm him down Cody just tossed in the chair and just yelled out that he wasn't supposed to be like this. Holding his head and started to make his way up the ramp. Almost seeming to have no clue where he was. (laughs) His Nitro would cut to a break. Welcome back to Monday Nitro, folks. Uh, We just watched Priceless. Hadn't seen them in almost four years go up against the Bullet Club. Unfortunately, they were unable unable to score the victory here. Cody Rhodes, post-match, beat up Ted DiBiase. And it seemed as if he didn't have an idea of where he was. Yeah, humanoid, Cody Rhodes has absolutely cracked. I think he's lost his mind. He needs to be taken to a mental institution or something. Well, I'm not sure about that. I just think he's a little confused, a little <coughs> angry. Folks, those of you that caught Monday Nitro last week, you saw Kevin Sullivan demand That the Abyss come down on the ring and deliver the IWGP title back to him. Unfortunately, well, he sort of got his wish. We are unable to show you the footage, but Abyss came down, beat up Sullivan, entered Jack Jester, who, in the best way we could say this, cut his face with a straight razor. And again, we are unable to show (laughs) that footage due to the legal team. However, we have been told that the match is still on, and Sullivan is at home, convalescing nursing over his wounds right now why don't we take you to kevin kelly who had a special interview over the weekend with the nature boy rick flair ladies and gentlemen this is kevin kelly and i'm sitting here in lovely flair mansion here i'm standing here with former world heavyweight champion rick flair who well haven't had the best weeks you went to star and you were able to defend the title against three opponents You're able to defeat Barry Windham and retain your title, but then at Spring Stampede, the anniversary show, you fought your greatest rival, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, where you lost the World Championship to Rick Steamboat. You tried to get a rematch. Prince Devitt swooped in and beat you for the number one contendership, and instead of moaning and groaning about it, you have a match. With Macho Man, Randy Savage, a Wrestle Kingdom for the Intercontinental Championship. We're all curious on your thoughts on everything that had been said. In the match with Randy Savage and going forward to the future. <laughs> oh, shit. First of all, yes, I am former World Heavyweight Champion, but I'm going to get back on that horse real soon because you can't keep the man down for long, Kevin. Going forward, I had the longest reign of any professional male wrestler alive today. I held that title longer than Samoa Joe, longer, longer than Kofi Kingston, longer than Brian Danielson, longer than John Morrison, longer than anyone, and Rick Steamboat was able to defeat me, and congratulations to Rick Steamboat, hopefully he'll hold it just as long, because if not... Rick Flay will be right there to pick that title belt up. Now as far as Randy Savage goes, he calls out the man that beat him out of this company? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just fine, Savage, because if you want to fight me, that's exactly what you're going to get at Wrestle Kingdom. You and I are going to tear the house down. We're going to tear the roof apart. We're going to make Tokyo go woo woo. And I'll beat you again. And I honestly don't care if that title belt is on the line or not. Once again, I'm going to embarrass you and humiliate you in the center of the ring. Except this time, even more people will be watching. Millions upon millions of people are going to be watching worldwide. Going to watch the Nature Boy do his thing. Go down to Wrestle Kingdom, beat you, style and profile, and then hit the biggest bar and bring up the biggest bar tab and make Tokyo dance the night away. Now going forward, after Wrestle Kingdom, Ric Flair is going to go right back to work. He's going to have to start at the bottom if he has to, but he will climb his way back to the top of the mountain and become world heavyweight champion for an 18th time. And I don't care if it's Prince Devitt or Rick Steamboat or CM Punk or Bret Hart <laughs> or whoever is holding that title belt. That title is coming back to the Flair household. Yeah. And rest assured... Whatever you say, boy. I won't be the only flare wearing gold in the near future. <laughs> Can you dig it, it sucker? sucker? Oh, Ladies God. and gentlemen, this contest given for one fall is a special Tag Team Attraction. Introducing first, the little guy by that man, your sister Sherry, they are Booker T, Stevie Ray, Harlow! supplies here as we came back from the interview and it was Harlem Heat against the returning Jono and Mudo. They're looking to gain some ground here tonight on their return. Heat though weren't easy by any means. Able to match up with technical and the power game the other two had. They were able to solidify their offense for most of the match. Mudo getting frustrated letting that work to his advantage as they were able to drop Booker down and caught him with the blackout. Scoring the win! They stood in the ring dominant, yelling out victory. Singling! They wanted a shot at the tag team titles. They were back and hungry for goals with the Bullet Club. Just may have two opponents on the horizon. Nice. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kevin Kelly, and I'm back here with Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat, your current World Heavyweight Champion, who tonight is going to team up with the icon Sting and face off against Nigel McGuinness and Rusev. Last week, you fought Nigel in a title match. He got the match thrown out due to his temper, and tonight it's a title match, and Sting was when they came to your aid. We also got big news earlier this evening that you Wrestle Kingdom are going to face Dolph Ziggler, and that title is on the line. Ricky, the world wants to know. Well, last week what happened? I gave Nitro Kidnas a chance, and he completely blew that. I think his temper get the best of him, and beating me in the corner. Once he found out though that when you trash the National Wrestling Alliance, you trash everything that myself, the Nature Boy, Dusty Rhodes, Sting, <clears throat> put together. We help build this company to what it is today. When you come from another company, even if you come from this company, and you trash it, and you bash it, and you try to make your name off of our sacrifice, you rub the wrong people. Tonight, you are going to get exactly what's coming to you, Nigel. And we don't care if you're from Ring of Honor. We don't care if you're angry and bitter at the world. You aligned yourself with the wrong man. And tonight, the Dragon and the Stinger are going to bring you down. Now, as far as Dolph Ziggler is concerned, it was told upon me that Dolph Ziggler was given an opportunity to wrestle me at Wrestle Kingdom for the World Heavyweight Championship. Needless to say, Dolph Ziggler may or may not have been my first choice. I figured there'd be a lot of other people who would come up. But Dolph Ziggler, Golf Ziggler is an amazing talent. Golf Ziggler is one of those guys that if he's not a world champion by the end of the year, he will be soon enough. And it just may even be at Wrestle Kingdom. All I'm going to say is, Golf, I want you to give me everything you have. Because at the end of the night, when I'm still standing there world champion, I want to be able to look you in the eye and know that I got the best match that I ever got from you. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Well, <laughs> oh, thank you, Ricky. Good luck Just tonight good and at Russell Kingdom. Right now, My let's get back win. to the ring. Confidence, man. Confidence. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest, scheduled for one fall, is an inter-promotional contest. Introducing first, representing New Japan, he is. Yeah, the forest Shit, Fox. Oh my god. And his opponent, Two number one contenders. Uh, <coughs> <the> <laughs> John Morrison. Definite interpromotional match here. As Joe Mo took this very seriously. Trying to be extra careful here with Brett keeping high to the air as the best he could, knowing <laughs> that he couldn't out wrestle Brett. He was able to catch him off guard and kept the pace his own. Though one mistake gave Brett the opening to just unload on the work on that leg. 15 minutes. The match would carry out as Brett was still having the advantage. Going for the sharpshooter as Morrison kicked him off. Going for the nitro blast. He missed as Brett dropped him with a leg sweep. Climbing the top rope and coming for the elbow. But he missed as Morrison caught him with a flying chuck. Coming up with a moonlight drive. But Brett blocked and dropped him with a German. Morrison flipping out of it. Coming up the rope with a sunset flip. Brett grabbing the legs and pulled him down. Sharpshooter. Scoring the win. Close call here as Morrison oh, oh, was oh, oh, inches oh, oh. away. Berman scoring the win here as Wilson realized that error made. And we'll go back to the drawing board as he heads to the back. Red following soon after sorry thank you for reminding me Tonga I'd like to thank Kofi Kingston for beating Brock Lesnar for the world oh okay I apologize. I apologize I apologize I'll get this right I'd like to congratulate Kofi Kingston for retaining the world title against Brock Lesnar now with it that is, being said, I just want to point out that I had told my legal consort, David Otunga, that should Brock Lesnar defeat Kofi Kingston, oh, we goes. would take a shot at the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Well, that would have made but unfortunately, sense. Unfortunately, Brock Lesnar was unable to get the job done i would know because i had a ringside seat the entire time brock lesnar got beat by a guy half his age brock lesnar got beat by a guy half his size he got beat by a guy half his strength and it's no wonder that brock lesnar got beat by a guy with half the talent that i have which now brings us to our match at Russell Kingdom. Now, Paul, I know you're going to have to translate this for Brock because he's a Neanderthal. And the only thing he understands is eat, sleep, lose to Kofi, repeat. But since he didn't win the World Heavyweight Championship for Ring of Honor, I have no need... Or desire to wrestle him in fact there's nothing in it for me because i am paid to wrestle the best the way i look at it your beast brock lesnar lost to the best that ring of honor has to offer so therefore i'm going to cut you a break paul I'm going to cut you a break, you can take your tail, tuck it between your legs, take your beast, go away, and never mess with the best in the world again, because it will be an embarrassment, an embarrassment, to face me in the ring, where I will out-wrestle, out-class, and out-match the UFC (coughs) reject, the UFC dropout, Uh the UFC Uh bad boy, Brock Lesnar. Or, this is something you can really sink your teeth into, Paul. You make sure that our match, that our match is the main event, the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. I want you, Paul, to promote it to be the biggest fight of the century. I want my face to be on the banner. I want my face to be on the poster. I want my face to be the first thing the people see when they see Wrestle Kingdom this year. I want the main event at Wrestle Kingdom against your beast, Brock Lesnar, or it isn't going to happen. See a punk, take his ball and go home well, and go i home. am perfectly okay with that because just like brock lesnar you don't pay him to wrestle he doesn't pay to show up therefore no, paul it's now no, in your it. hand no. it's main event walk away or nothing at all cm punk will I will not settle for less. I am a main event attraction, and either I get exactly, exactly what I printed out on paper, or you people can have that fantasy match in your own minds because it isn't going to (laughs) happen. Fuck you. (laughs) Now, as far as the main event is concerned, you people decided to throw and boo and complain when nigel mcginnis teamed up with me you people you sheep led by the herd of the nwa have decided to boo and jeer nigel McGuinness when me and him are in the same boat Last week, he went ahead and got a title match against Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, whom Ricky goaded him into, by the way. So tonight, Rick Steamboat and the Icon Sting bullied Rusev and Nigel into a tag match, a match that they weren't even prepared to wrestle tonight, so therefore I am adding myself into the match that's only going to give them what 30 seconds to find a third tag partner and at this rate it's not going to happen because you guys are looking at the best team in the world you have the strength and power and tenacity of rusev the technical powerful game of nigel McGuinness, and then there's just me that can do it all and we challenge Rick Steamboat and Sting to come down to the ring and get their veteran asses kicked. Folks, you are not going home happy, that I can assure you. Fuck off. And believe you me, they will get beaten by the best in the world. <coughs> Fuck this noise. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Come on, Ricky. Time to send these fans home happy, I hope. team partner, The Icon! special tag team partner, the enforcer, Hart Anderson. in their faces as this turned into a six-man tag at the last minute. Punk, Rusev, and Nigel now having to score off against Steamboat, Sting, and Arn being a surprise indeed. Whether or not they called upon Arn's help or he came down willingly was anyone's guess. As Arn would start the fight off against Rusev as it was power (laughs) versus power. Arn not at all afraid to mix it up with them. Rusev hitting them with power offense this was the enforcer who gave it right back, surprising him with a vicious spinebuster that sent Rusev to the corner as he tagged out to Nigel. He said he wanted a piece of iron who was ready for a fight. Turned his head and tagged out to the world champion Steamboat who won a revenge from last week. And this was a technical game yeah. here as Nigel remained stiff but Steamboat wasn't afraid to fire in the offense and give it right back forcing Nigel to retreat to the outside a few times to try to rethink strategy. He went for Ricky who was privy to what he was trying to do, able to wrestle him for five or so minutes before he tagged out the Punk, who couldn't <laughs> wait to get his hands on him. Ricky was getting ready to lock up, a Punk just cracked him over the mouth with a slap to the face. Ricky would just roll his jaw a little bit, going after Punk, but instead stopped in his tracks and would tag out to Sting, who came into the ring and just beat the respect in the Punk, who drew a line in the canvas. Sting went for him as Punk took a walk on the outside, biding his time. He would make Sting wait a little bit before going back inside after a few moments and teases. Punk getting in a couple of cheap shots to further agitate him. As Sting eventually caught him over the mouth and would start to lay out the offense. Punk would have to retreat to the floor, getting his team. After considering strategy, they decided to leave when the faces went after them. Sting tossing him back into the ring as the match continued. The bout would carry out Team Punk, able to get in some offense, teaching the veterans a bit about their crash and arrogant ways. They made sure to rub it in every chance they had. Nigel having Arn in the London Dungeon. Squeezing on him knowing that he had the match in the bag now, until Arn was able to break free. He tagged up the Steamboat who exploded on him. Hitting him from all sides, going for the DDT, and nailed it, <coughs> yeah. going for the cover as Punk and Rusev slid inside. A melee taking place as it was an all-out battle now. Bodies would fly everywhere as the ref tried to maintain control. On the floor, Arn picked up Rusev and dropped him with an A.A. Spinebuster on the floor. Ah. Punk was tossed hard into the stairs. As in the ring, Nigel was getting hit with the flying chop. Steamboat went for the cover, but Otunga had the ref distracted. He was then dragged down by Orn as Punk had a hold of a steel chair, going after Steamboat. But the chair was hit out of his hands with the ball back from Sting. Punk retreating to the outside as Ricky would cover, scoring. The- guys tonight. Fogue and his team crawling out of the rings, going to back away, not at all happy with the fact that the old-timers were going to beat them here tonight. Stiebel holding his title, felt proud, Arn daring them back into the ring as Sting held his ball back, ready for round two, as the show would fade to black. The results for new japan war the opening contest featured aj lee skipping down to the ring not only poking fun at the fans but also poking fun at sarah del rey oh God. her opponent that evening was tamina who despite her best <clears> effort <throat> was unable to defeat aj who won with a count the second match on the card saw lita going up against winter and these two had a classic fountain deed. Halfway in between their match, a promo for the beautiful people popped on. During the distraction, Lita was able to roll Winter up with a schoolgirl for the victory. Third match on the card saw La Sombra going off against Suicide in a classic battle of the ages, with La Sombra winning via DDT. Fourth match on the card saw the Hurricane going up against. Going off against Heath Slater. It oh, for God's sake. He was a three-man rock band. He was no match for the Hurricane. <laughs> the semi-man event saw John Morrison going one-on-one with Kenny Omega, having perhaps the match of the night here, as it was John Morrison who was able to silence him with the moonlight drive. And in the main event, Prince Devitt, bold, cocky, and arrogant, still Came down to the ring, defending his FIP World Championship against Tiger Mask 4. 20 minutes of pure action, these two would wrestle as Devin would win, not with the Silver Bullet, but with the Bloody Sunday. Getting on the microphone and proclaim that his first two picks heading in to Wrestle Kingdom for Team FIP were Sami Zayn and Kenny Omega. Wait, what? As war... Came to a <clears throat> so David's picking enemies <laughs>